Hello everyone, welcome to Nerdy People Play D&D, where we play games with pens, paper, dice, and our imagination. Thanks for joining us. And everyone, welcome to Nerdy People Play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I wanted to try and think of a funny way to bring in something like um, hashtag MAGA, but the problem is I really don't want to have that hashtag with this at all. <laughs> I can see that going very badly. I mean, hashtag resistance is, you know, probably going to work pretty well, though. It's a good Venn diagram, you know. Hashtag D&D, hashtag Venn, add resistance, you know, bring it together. So, um, we are continuing our foray into the land of Murka, um, with my my three good player character peoples with me today. Um, guys, how we been? Swell. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I'm right. Cool. So, last time we left, you guys were in a fight with a large toad-like thing called Taka, son of Kra, or Taga Krasen, for people who can't pick up my terrible attempts at humor. And Scylla... It's been embarrassing Ethan, a long time before I got it, actually. I had the same way. It took like, <laughs> a long time. <laughs> Every time he paused like, for laughter, I should get this. This should be obvious. Yeah, every time he paused for laughter, I was like, "This must be obvious, and I must be dumb." This must. Large... I mean, I can't... This Sorry. must mean something in Australian. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it was more confusing for me because it kept sounding like Targo, who used to be a Norwegian Sarkov Zerg player. He oh, lived okay. in Australia for a bit. Oh, all right. I saw... I'm like, why does he know Targo? <laughs> That's the obvious choice. Sorry. He hasn't played in years. I, I also thought saying a yeah. large toad-like creature would make it quite obvious. Targo at... is pretty big, man. <laughs> Still is, I think. Okay. Um, I apologize like, no, to you... your friend. That's not who I'm trying to parody. You know, you could, like, powerlift. You'd have a pretty high strength bonus. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Um, we were in combat, and it was Taruk's turn. Uh, Taruk, what would you like to do? Oh, great. Uh, can you give me a quick rundown on who remains alive? Me. At the moment, you three. <laughs> oh, that's great. Taruk, Bob, and Scylla, you're all still alive. The only thing left standing is Targa. Well, in that case, I mean, it seems sensible for me to thwack him in the face with my quarterstaff, and so I believe that's what I'll do. That That's a good plan. I like it. That was my old plan. Alrighty. Alright, let me roll in me this, the uh, general chat. Yep. 18. Ooh, nice. nice. That is very definitely a hit. So, give me your damage. Oh, that was actually a 23. So, I'm, I'm definitely I'm stoked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you, hit it, you hit it 18. I'll, I'll, I'll allow it 23. That's okay. Oh, that just makes me feel good. Alright, Alright, then. That is 3. Uh, bonuses to that? Uh, right. Uh, three... Do you add your strength modifier to damage as well? I think a quarterstaff is a versatile weapon, so yes. Perfect. Well, in that case, it is a six. Excellent. So, I, I like to imagine you just kind of, like, step stepping in and, like, jabbing him. I mean, you've, you've hurt him, but you haven't hurt him a lot. He's, uh... He's still up. Now, Scylla, he's going to pull you towards him, 
And as you come in, he's going to hit you roughly about as hard as he can with his um, massive, massive blunt club. He's able to do this Does because he's still making out hit with you? Scylla, right? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Perfect, yeah. yeah. He, he, he's giving him a tonguing. <laughs> Slanderous. Okay, so d- does that hit you, Ethan? Uh, 13. Uh, I don't think so. I think my armor cost was 15. We decided. Okay. Yeah. Well, because you've got armor and a shield and everything, and you're actually quite yeah, good yeah. at it. Yeah, yeah. Plus, studded armor plus shield. Okay. Now, because he is grappling you, um, and he is essentially a large frog-like creature, he is going to attempt to swallow you now. So, the way I'm going to do this is he is going to roll a strength versus... You can either use strength or you can use dexterity. Strength. All right. So we both roll d20 and add our strength bonuses to see if he oh, that... is able to, like, get you down. Let's go, you big croakson. Oh, dear. Haha! Oh, wait. Plus four strength. No, I can't beat that. Okay. Well, what's your strength bonus? Two. Oh, okay. So... I'm about constitution and wisdom. Strength is like a bit of an afterthought. That is pretty fair. So he essentially takes you into his mouth and swallows you. Oh, like that ooze in our last adventure. Yeah, funny how that worked out. Which Scylla has no uh, knowledge of. Okay, and while you're in there, Scylla, you take seven points of acid damage. Of course I do. All right. (laughs) What a response. Bob? Yes. What would you like to do? Well, I would like to take my rapier and attack. It's a good plan. I'll allow it. Okay. So I rolled a 16. With your bonuses, that's definitely a hit. So you get 1d8 and a couple of d6 for your sneak attack. D8. So there's the d8. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Good start. And 2d6. It's for total of 5. On top okay, of the and end. your dex bonus? Uh, plus 2. Okay, so that's 17, which is good. So you've managed to come up alongside him. Um, Scylla, you see like a stream of steel go right past your eyes. Um... Just poking. Careful, careful there, mate. Just poking some air holes for you. Oh, that's cool. That's real, real thoughtful of you. Okay. And um, Scylla, it's your turn. All right. Um, can I do anything while I'm trapped inside the belly of the beast? You count as. Give me a sec. If I if I don't get to roll for advantage when literally everything around me is a target, (laughs) like. Okay. Man, I should have saved Thunderwave for okay. this round. Uh, you have you have it. You can roll for attack, but you do have disadvantage because you're like all like, you know, restrained. Well, now to remember what spells I gave myself. Ha ah, <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> that laughs. I am going to use one of my cantrips. Okay. Uh, produce flame. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We got two episodes in before someone said something on fire. People, improvement. Come on, like, you know. Read me the description. 
I'm, I'm trying this is to one figure spicy out how to it, bitch. Bam. <laughs> Uh, you can also attack with the flame, although doing so ends the spell. When you cast the spell or as an action on a later turn, you can hurl the flame at a creature within 30 feet of you, make a ranged spell attack on a hit. Spell damage increases, uh, target takes 1d8 fire damage if I hit. Oh. Okay, I kind of thought I could just produce flame and then burn him with it because I'm surrounded by enemy. Um, I would say you can, yeah. That's alright. Alright, let's do it. G- give me that a, um, like... make it a spell attack. I don't really know what that is. Uh, roll d20, add your wisdom. Uh, well, you know, I tried. <laughs> so, you try to summon the will to hit him with this flame, but, it, I mean, it, look, it's it's tight, it's full of acid, you're not quite able to make it happen, um, you, you're just not able to concentrate sufficiently on the spell. Um, and to Rook, we are back to you. Great. How hurt is this disgusting toad man looking currently? Um, he'd be he'd be bloodied under older Dungeons and Dragons rules. Bloody. Like okay. he he's got some holes in him. He's been hit by a thunder wave. He's got a spicy druid. You know. <laughs> okay, that works for me. Uh, I think what I'm gonna do uh is I'm gonna use command on him. Because currently, mm-hmm. uh, our, our friend here is, is not super helpful to us while being consumed. And I'm going to use the command spell, uh, which is a wisdom saving throw, for him to obey a one-word command. And the one-word command is vomit. Which is horrific, but hopefully <laughs> achieves the end goal <laughs> that I'm looking for. Alright. And uh, that is a good choice, because his wisdom is not very good. Yeah, neither's mine, apparently. Oof. <laughs> um, I'm going to put out that he's very, very attached to his meal right now. Wow, that's no. really unfortunate, but okay. It is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you have any bonus action things that you want to try? Uh, no, that's it for, for me. There's nothing I'm going to do for my bonus action. Okay. Scylla hears this all happen and he's like, you know, good on you, man. Thanks for trying. That was real. That would have been real helpful. Okay. Um, to decide who he hits next, it's either going to be Bob or Taruk. I'm going to roll just a 1d2 and just alphabetical order. And it's Taruk. So he's going to roll to hit you with his club. I assume a 22 probably hits. A 22 does hit. Okay. I am very sorry. He hits you for nine points of bludgeoning damage with his massive club. Man, I'm going to need to cure a lot of light wounds after this. Yeah, so I mean, he swings and just, he he nails you in the side and you kind of like, as much as your shell allows you to, you just bend around it. You said nine damage? Oh. Uh, yep, nine damage. Wow, that, I'm, I'm thoroughly sad by that, but okay. Okay, and... Scylla, or Ethan, mm-hmm. you take another six points of acid damage as you are in his belly. Cool. I'm almost dead. Okay. This swamp sucks. Bob? Can we, back, can we go back to the camp? <laughs> All right. Uh, more stabby stabby with the rapier. I think your next command, the next command you'll have to try on the guy will just be take a shit. <laughs> I, I can only use... It's a one-word command, so I really just have to look him dead oh, in the face. Oh, well, Shit. <laughs> And speaking of shits, I just rolled a two. 
great. That is not a very good roll. It's another one. Oh, wait, you get advantage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nine plus four. You hit. Okay. Is he flanked if he has an enemy inside him? Is that that how that works? (laughs) Not quite. Um, So, Tyler, let's end your sneak attack, please. And I rolled it wrong. Okay. Well, just roll it. There it is. Right next time. That's okay. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. And your dex bonus is two, two, did you say? Yes. Okay, so that's another 17 points of damage. So this this stick has gone through something very important inside him, not Scylla. Um, and at this point in time, like, he, he pretty well goes down on one knee, like... You know, he, he's struggling to breathe. He's struggling to move. He is looking very, very close to death. And Scylla, are you wishing to uh, repeat your plan from last time? Uh, uh, guessing Poison Spray probably sucks here. I don't really think I should Thunder Wave again. <laughs> Speak of animals doesn't work. Heat metal. I got no. I ain't got no metal. I don't think this guy's got metal either. Uh, lesser restoration, no spider climb. Yeah, I'll just climb out. <laughs> you could hit him Box with your hit. cantrip again. Yep, alright. Uh, do cantrips count towards my no. allotted spells for No, 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 no. You can. They're called cantrips because you can do them all day. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Alright. Uh, yeah, we'll just produce another flame. Alright, give me uh, the, the. You're going to need a whole barrel of milk after this one, son. What's your wisdom one. modifier? Uh, three. That is a hit. Yeah, eat it. Well, you did. Uh, <laughs> eat this as well. Eight plus wisdom. I, you don't. Eleven. Add, you don't add wisdom in this time. In this case. Oh, but that's all right. Eight. So, I'm going to give this from the perspective outside. Um, Taruk, you and Bob see Targa suddenly belch up flame, and like. Smoke is now like raising from the inside, and all the little holes that you've that you guys have punched into him, and then with a tremendous roar, and probably the gooeyest, wettest, most horrible explosion you can, you guys just see Scylla standing there with his hand up, and a small ball of flame in his hand. That looks like vomit. I'm taking credit for it. You guys are gross. <laughs> and yes, you're out of initiative. You have defeated um, Targa Krasen. Take that. <laughs> yeah, you showed him. For you sure. totally destroyed him. Wow. There we go, right. people. I want to loot all the bodies. Okay. It's not a lot left of this one, mate. Each of you give me a perception. Three. It's not very good. Yeah. That's much better. That's also pretty good. So, Jaren, you and... Sorry, Taruk and Scylla, you two notice... You two can see his tracks, where he came from. Like, he's not really carrying anything 
on him now, like including the rest of him. And, and the Trumplins were similarly poor. But you do find like a small kind of little trail leading off into the swamp a small distance. Is this similar? Is this just a continuation of the, the secret trail that we're on that no one knows about? No, it is a small side path. So this is a secret trail stemming from the secret trail that we are on. An even yes. secreter trail. Well, the I, even secreter trail. This seems like the obvious choice to me. I, I believe that we should take the secret secret trail. Excellent. You continue along this path. Uh, um, oh, sorry. On, before we do that, can I like drop a couple kill wounds on myself? Uh, you can take a short rest if you wish. Yeah, let's take a short rest and I will also heal myself. How much do we heal for okay, on a short so, rest? I, uh, yeah. You can roll between one and three hit dice to get uh, hit points back. Well, I'm rolling two then. All right. So it's a D8 for each of you, actually. Okay. And you roll your constitution bonus. So you add your constitution bonus to each of those rolls, Ethan. Oh, cool. How many of those hit die do I get like a day? Three. All right. Well, I'll just pop two of them then. Yep. Uh... 9 plus 6, 15. Back up to 20, boys. I never took any damage, so I'm okay. Yeah. Well, you're just special, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> Apparently. Okay. And I'll heal for 11. And your constitution bonus on each dice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because I'm a nice DM. So you guys follow this small side trail. You can see that um, Targa has worn like quite a depth in this trail. Like it's a, let's just say it's a track he's repeated many, many times. You suspect due to a lack of imagination or intelligence, um, you know, just trying to insult him a little bit more. And you come to like what looks like a small grotto and you can tell this is where he would have lived. In the middle is like a, kind of just a filthy looking pool but you can tell like you can see where he would have slept where he would have you know eaten and where the tromplins would have had like a little sleeping area but um yeah i mean the 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 pool is essentially where you can tell he would have done most of his living does he does he have any stuff you look around and uh, you don't find any stuff but there is that pool I mean, I feel compelled to search the pool. I I can breathe underwater as a turtle, so I, I think I'm just going to jump into the pool. Very good. Uh, Give me a... Do you want to go perception or investigation? Uh, what is... Uh, I'll take Actually... Perception. Okay, cool. I was going to say you could potentially even, like, you know, roll a couple of times because it's not, you know, necessarily time-sensitive. I would to tell them that'll do it. Okay, at the bottom of the pool, you find a small bag. Um, this is like an oilskin bag. It's been very, very carefully sealed, and you are able to haul it to the uh, to the surface with you. And when you open it, you find two rolls on. I'm going to say magic table B. Oh, get another bag. Yeah, I'm going to another try bag get of holding. Bag. Or a portable hole. That's what the bag is. 
No, the their portable hole uh, is is a totally separate item. But when you put it inside a bag of holding, it creates a small black hole. And I think that that's really what we need. Cool. Of course. Don't you dare roll that. <laughs> All right. So two rolls off the how uh, how. Yeah, give, give me two d one hundreds. Okay. Let's make a the large hadron collider in D and D. Seventy four. Okay. And Come 24. on, portable hole. Not quite, although these are both kind of funny. Um, does either of you have... I I think, Silly, you have herbalism? Um, probably. Let me see where it says Or you says had that. brewing, which I'll consider... Oh, possible. I have brewing supplies. I have a herbalism kit, yes. Yeah, okay. So give me two d20 rolls to see if you know what these are. I know so much about herbs and spices. Uh, 9 and 17, which I'm guessing I had wisdom to. You do, yes. Oh, uh, 12 and 20. Very good. Um, look, given that you got an unnatural 20, I'll, uh, I'll say that's good enough. Um, in this bag, there is one small bottle and, like, a little tub. The first bottle you can tell is a potion of resistance. Oh. Hey, guys, there were stashing resistance supplies here. Hashtag I think we murdered the wrong people. I think we murdered the wrong people. I don't think we should have killed oh God, these we guys. We have to go back to the camp and murder everyone. That seems to be the only logical course of action. Oh boy, Th- that's, we're killing again. Th- that is a pit- <laughs> Oh boy. Um, okay, so when you drink this potion, you gain resistance to one type of damage for an hour. And I am going to say it's going to be... I'm going to roll a d10. I shall let fate decide. I'm not really a fan of fate. They didn't give me a portable hole. Okay, so this is a potion of fire resistance. I could produce a flame. We could find out if it works. Let's test it on new Bob. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be fun. Wait. No, that's me. (laughs) And does old Bob one of the NPCs pardon? we rescued from the slave pit in that other adventure? It was Bob, yeah. <laughs> it was a Bob, yeah. It's full circle, people. It's a, it's a common name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the other thing is a is dust of disappearance. Um, you find this in a small like little tub, and it resembles very very fine sand. There is enough for one use. When you use an action to throw this dust into the air. You and each creature and object within 10 feet of you become invisible for 2d4 minutes. That sounds wildly useful. I'm very thrilled about this. Excellent. Well, when it's time for us to make our escape, we'll disappear the enemy, and then we'll know where they are. We'll throw it at them. That is a plan. This is a perfect plan. I'm not certain it's a good (laughs) plan, but it is a plan. I'm certain it's a great plan. Okay, very good. I assume you guys want to head back to the main path? The main the primary path, yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. Also at this back point, we I would going. say if you guys want to take a long rest, you can. Oh, well, I feel like, like, well, yeah, all right. I'll do that. Yeah, because when I... you... Sorry, yeah. I was just going to say, Actually, I, no, I don't we won't do that. Like... We won't do that just yet. Um, 
so you guys head off down the secret, the original secret path. Um, and again, it's it's a very very difficult day of travel. Like this place is disgusting. There are large insects. Um, they're just horrible, and it takes you roughly a day. And as the sun is setting, you come upon the entrance to the temple. Um, picture a large snake head with the fangs going down into the ground. So, I mean, it's it's very stereotypical bad guy headquarters, really. This seems like a very stereotypical um, bad guy headquarters to me. What do you It's think? very stereotypical, yes. Yeah, it's just awful. I don't know where they got us to do it. I'm pretty sure G.I. Joe are going to kick these guys' ass in the next 20 minutes. You might be right. <laughs> they don't even have a moat. Okay. These are some real Also, as you... Bad guys sorry, here. sorry. <laughs> Who are the bad guys? Oh, they're just... They're like Kmart bad guys. They don't even have a moat. That's that's weak sauce. A moat suddenly appears before <laughs> you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, they have a swamp. That's like a really big moat. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that's a point. I mean that's, you know, sorry, that's me just playing with my pen in the background. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, so there is a large tunnel leading down, and I would say at this point in time, if you guys want to take a long rest, you can. All right, let's have a big re- sleep outside the bad guy's castle. Okay. I see no problems with this plan. Are any of you going to keep watch overnight? Nah. I don't know from all of you. I'll I'll stay up and keep watch. Give us a shout if something interesting happens. Okay. So because you're taking a long rest, you guys are able to heal up a little bit more and you get all your uh, spell slots back. If you used any, it is very convenient. All right, I did. All right, back up to six spells. Okay. Very good. And what would you guys like to do? Well, uh, do you think we could survey the grounds for perhaps an indirect (laughs) entrance? Something that's not, maybe not the snake's mouth, but I don't know if snakes have ears, maybe, or, you know, some other kind of non-direct way in. Some other orifice. Yes, snake yes. butt. Okay. Um you you guys scout around, you you spend like a couple of hours just looking around. You don't find any other entrances. Really the only one is this large snake mouth that leads down into the ground. Well guys, I see only way uh, only one way forward. I, I believe we're going to have to be eaten by the snake. Uh Thankfully, Scylla has experience of being eaten. I think maybe he should lead the way as a result of this. Works, All works right. I know exactly. I know exactly what to do in this situation. What's that? Just, you know, try and burn my way out. <laughs> <laughs> Is this snake made of metal by any chance? Can I heat up the lead? Not even have to walk into it. Uh, <laughs> Just no. burn them from outside. You know, so it saves a lot of time. There's, just... a, there's a reason I always made sure that what you guys were going for was like flammable or <laughs> potentially damageable by flame, because I knew, given the choice, that is exactly what you guys would do nine times out of ten if I let that be an option. Am I going to smirk him out? <laughs> You're going to hit him with the old shock and awe, huh? 
Smoke them out, guys. With my heat smoke. Awesome. Nah, sort of. Walk into the big snake mouth thing. Okay. The foyer to the caverns has been decorated in a style some would call opulent, save where a sense of design would go for gaudy or gauche. The walls and pillars in this room were gilded, but the cheapness of the material shows where it has fallen away and, and tarnished and rusted, and the once gold-like uh, color has lost its luster. Um, you, you get Probably the feeling... can't heat it then. Pardon? Probably can't heat it then. Uh, you could. It's just not. It's probably not going to stand up to a lot of heat before it just deteriorates. Um, Damn. You get the feeling this goldish room was, you know, the, the kind of place where a lot of criminal activity may have happened. Although you don't really want to be going out and, you know, ha- handing out the guilt by association. Guilt? G I L T? I got it. Oh, I got it, Josh. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the state of the place is. Jesus, we're going to need a resistance against the DM. <laughs> <laughs> you, you always have. Um, the state of the place is thoroughly faded and rotting. As if once there'd been an imposing presence to this room, there is now little more than neglect and waste. The smell of tromplins and other foul creatures permeates the room. And further in, you can hear the echoes of movement and speech. I request to know what a trumplin smells like. Could you describe that smell to me? I don't want to, because then I have to think of what he might smell like. I mean, essentially, <laughs> picture someone who is both just horribly obese. Just smells like Maccas all the time, probably. I was going to go there. I was going to say, just like, you know some people smell like what they eat? Just someone who smells like every form of fast food, but it's like a few days old and stale? And they just sweat constantly. Oh, so God, just mix that, that up. Really effective description. Thank you. you <laughs> ruined my day. Thank you. Yes. All right. Just gonna tell you that down. Ruined <laughs> Jeremy's day. So I go. have a plus six to my stealth. You do. So we should probably be. This is probably a stealth situation. This probably is a sneaky time. Mm-hmm. So I would like to approach the voices and uh, stealthily. Yep. Okay. G- give me a d20. 13 plus 6 yep. is a lot. That That is a lot. I'm going to roll something for them. I'm going to use my dice app because you can't know what it is. And yep. So as far as you can tell, Bob, you were completely undetected and given the way they keep talking to each other you can tell that that you you're you're pretty sure they haven't detected you at all um what you see is a small clutch of creatures seated around a small brazier that is burning damp peat and logs it's it's producing more smoke than heat and light and and it gives off a really really horrible um a, a really really horrible kind of smell um what these creatures look like each of them looks like an angry old man. Uh, they're all wearing very heavy boots and clutching spears. Atop each of their heads is a faded red miner's cap. Um, you know, they're, they're really just complaining about, you know, people trying to, you know, essentially about, you know, taxes being too high, 
medi- you know, not touching their social security, you know, greatest generation. Apparently, there's some kind of booming babies or something. You know, it's it's a it's it's a very horrible kind of conversation. How many did you say there were? Uh, there are four of them. Do I have to kill a bunch of old people? Oh, this is cool. These you know, are actually based on a uh, a creature called a red cap from I think it's Irish or Welsh or Cornish mythology. So, Jaron, do you have these in the gathering your card thing yet? Uh, I'm not certain if we're referring to the same thing, uh, but I don't think so. Okay. There you go. Red caps. I know there's a Magic the Gathering card called Murderous Red Cap. Yeah. Um, in the mythology, and I know we're kind of tangenting, uh, in the mythology, they actually need to bathe their caps in blood in order to live. And, um, Bob, I'm going to say, you notice that some of them, their caps are looking very, very faint. Okay. So a, a lot of their argument is also about... The fact that they need some blood. So they're kind of arguing about where they're going to get it from. You know, are they going to stab each other? Are they going to go stab someone else? How, how are they going to go to, to, to kind of, you know, refill the blood? Okay. Uh, are there any other exits to the room? Or is, or is it just dead end here? No, there's, there's really only one way through, which would mean going directly past these creatures. Um, as you look around, can you give me a perception? Or what's your passive perception? Um, where is it? Actually, I'll get passive perceptions from each of you if I can. It's a plus two. Is that the correct? Okay. Thirteen. No, no, no. Your passive perception, which is ten plus thirteen. Perception plus. I think. Sorry, ten plus your wisdom bonus plus proficiency if you're proficient in perception. Thirteen. Okay. I'm (laughs) twelve. Well done, Ethan. Twelve, okay, Bob. So uh, I'm just ten then. Oh, okay, cool. So I'll say, um, Taruk and Silly, you guys notice you're looking around. You did see um, a large gilded sign that has kind of fallen down, like near the doorway to these little creatures. And while a lot of the letters have rusted, you do see the letters M A R and L G O. Tyler, that oh, smile tells me are. everything. Thank you. I see where we are. Ha ha ha. Very good. So, what would you guys like to do about the arguing red caps? Oh, do we do anything about them, guys? Do we just try and sneak past them? Sneaking past them would be almost impossible. Like Bob could maybe manage it. Um, but there's not a lot of room around this little crowd of guys. You could maybe try taking them by surprise, if you really wished. I could just cannonball in and thunder with a lot of them, and you guys could follow up behind me. Can I Can I try to, like, trick them? I, with my... how, how do you propose to do that? Um, can I... So, I've listened to their voices. Can I try and, like, mm-hmm. mimic their voices... And maybe I want to try and trick them into to fighting each other. Okay. Give me a performance roll. What did you get? So it's a 14 plus... Mm-hmm. 
charisma. Plus, uh, well, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, plus one. Okay, so 15? Yes. They each... Okay, so so tell me what you're going to yell. So I guess... Um, because you said they're arguing about who, if they're going to spill each other's blood or somebody else's blood. And mm-hmm. uh, I'd like to try and say something like... Uh, Trent could pick out one of their guy, their their names and say that, uh, you know, oh that guy he he uh, stole my stuff. So I'm gonna steal his blood. Okay. As you say this, each of them grab their spears and essentially turn around to where you're coming from, and each of them they're like essentially in like a little group now, all pointing spears into the, all pointing spears into the darkness. And they're all like, Hey, who's there? Who's there? Show yourself. So I I, I just give Tyler up. a bit of information. Josh rolled a 17 on that wisdom roll. So they do not believe that they, you can tell you have not tricked them. All right. Um, I'm losing patience. Okay. I'm going to barrel will, forward, sorry, hop yes. into the middle of them, and thunder wave. I will have initiative rolls from each of you. Great. I'm oh. ready. I better roll a 20. I said a 20, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> 19. That's still pretty good. I want a 20. I know. It's like 18. Yeah, see? See? <laughs> Wow, okay. Uh, Ethan, do you have a dexterity bonus? One. Then you're going first. Alright. Oh wait, unless Jared has one as well. I, in fact, do not. Okay, so we've got Scylla, Taruk, Redcaps, Bob. Excellent. Scylla, go for it. Just running in there, saying, yelling, Syllabah! And thunder waving right in the middle of them. Okay. They... I have, like, both my hands up, I'm just charging forward, going, ah! <laughs> Before exploding into thunder. Just thunder everywhere. That doesn't hit my friends. Yes, yes, I, I, I gathered. No, you don't roll, I roll. I have to roll something. No. Um, they have to make constitution Do... saving rolls. Yeah, or they take 2d8 thunder damage. Okay, what is your spell DC? We asked this last week, and I forgot! It doesn't say so here. It doesn't say what it is here. I didn't see it. I'm sorry. How do you calculate Um, it? 8 plus your spell casting stat, which is wisdom, plus your proficiency bonus. So, Uh, 13. Okay, so out of Four of them, three of them failed. So give me 2d8. Oh, you're going to all get zapped. Nine. Very good. Nine down. Only nine. That's pretty bad for 2d8. Uh, no, it's about the average. It's about average. Yeah. Yeah, four, five. Nine's pretty pretty okay, actually. Okay. So, Scylla, you rush in. You yell, Scylla Bear. Bring the hands together. Sound and thunderous force erupts around you. Three of them are hurled back ten feet each, and they are now, like, 
prone. The brazier itself is knocked flying. There are coals and just, you know, shit everywhere. Um, and you reckon you've done a pretty decent amount of damage to most of them. Um, that to... metal was already heated. I couldn't have heated it. I'm just putting that out yeah. there. Yes. Very good. Uh, Taruk? So, uh, <clears throat> Taruk is going to... I, I can really only do this to one, but I'm going to do it anyway. Taruk is going to cast right. Inflict Wounds on one of the red shops. Ooh! Okay. All right. What, what do you roll for that? Uh, it's a spell... It's a spell attack. Um... And then, it, so it's a melee spell attack, and then it's 3d10 necrotic. Yeah, okay. This is how you, um... I mean, this is, like, Ant and Boulder, but, you know, I'll allow it. I, I mean, if, if I'm anything, I'm a Boulder to Ants. Yes, you are. Okay. Um, make a, Are you attacking one of the, the ones standing up, or one of the prone ones? I'm going to attack the one that's standing up. Okay, give me your attack roll, please. Get ready. Ooh, he, he gonna Jeez. get it. <laughs> okay, give me 3d10. I think you're inflicting a lot of wounds. Oh, he's mate. I'm turning him into wounds. <laughs> yes. Just so, wounds, he's nothing but wounds. <laughs> he's nothing but wounds. Um, Jaren, describe to me how you remove this guy from existence. So, Have you ever seen Robocop? <laughs> I imagine what I'm going to do is I'm going to run right up to him. Just this big barreling turtle. These are small-sized creatures, right? Um, me, uh, a little taller than a halfling. All right, I'll take that. So he's just going to come running up, and he'll shout, Inflict wounds! And then just kind of body flop onto the red cap. And when he gets up, the red cap is gone. The red cap is no more. There's just, like, dust, a red cap, yeah. a spear, set of boots. Social security card. <laughs> a membership card, probably. Yeah. Okay. Very good. So the red caps, I'm going to say two of them are going to attack... Um, what's his name? Scylla. Far out. The DM's got it out for me, I swear. No, I rolled dice on my thing. To decide sure things, do, like, while I'm waiting. Sure you do, Josh. I do. Where's my thing? There we go. Thanks. Okay, so two of them are going to stab at you with spears. They're going to try. Oh, well, one of them did it. Um, one of them rolled a, an absolute fail. The other rolled a 20, which I'm going to assume hits you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm too busy laughing at the guy who rolled a 1. Okay. And oh, you take, I got hit. And you take six points of damage. So, oh, that was dumb. He he, like he scratches you along the flank, but it's not a particularly serious wound. Um, Taruk, the last one is going to come along and and get in at you after you're like recovering from your awesome attack. Does fifteen hit you? The fifteen does not hit me, and bold of him to assume. Oh, it okay. Did. Oh, oh, oh. 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 Whoa. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, Bob. We got a badass over here, guys. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. We're dealing with the badass over here. All right. Bob. Well, I'm gonna. I'll use my uh, short bow to mm -hmm. attack. 
So I do a 20 plus 4. I don't know why I did 2. Well, you have advantage. Oh. So that's okay. Yeah. Okay. That's how rogues work. Um, so was yeah. it 12? So you, 12 you hit four? one. Which one do you want to hit? Uh, whoever's closest. Okay. So one of the one, the one attacking Taruk or one of the two attacking Scylla? I'll do one of the two. Okay. Keep yep. Roll me some damage. So 3d6. Total of 12. Plus, plus your dex. Plus dex is 2. So 14. Wonderful. And enough. So, Bob, how does this guy go down? Other than permanently. Um, I'll just say I'll, I get him in the neck and he just kind of collapses. Very good. Simple but effective. I like it. Um, and we're at the top of the round again with Scylla. Oh, Ethan. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my character. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, well, you know, I'm uh, thunder-waving, running in, shouting, and thunder-waving. It's a lot of energy. So I'm just going to battle-axe one of these nerds. All right, you battle-axe him. I'm going to want to. <laughs> okay. Even with all your bonuses, a four is very much not a success. And uh, Taruk. You don't even know my bonuses. I don't need to. Okay. When you roll four, he doesn't need to. Yeah, yeah. At that point, probably, really. probably not. Okay, Taruk. So I'm going to turn to the guy that just attempted to thwack me, and I'm going to return mm-hmm. a thwack in his direction with the quarterstaff. All right. All right then. Oh no! <laughs> oh, that's good for it. Okay, that is definitely a hit. Clearly, that Beat Saber um, practice has worked out for you. <laughs> All right. So, yep, 1d6. So it's uh, 8 total Oof, if we're adding this good. one there for versatile. You, you hammer him very, very effectively. Like, you can hear a couple of ribs crack under his shirt. Um, he's down on one knee, but he has still got a little bit of fight left in him. Um, I'm going to roll both of their attacks at the same time. First is um, first is Taruk, second is Scylla. Just to save us a bit of time. So twelve and twenty-three. So Scylla, God damn it! Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. What is your problem, dude? Okay, so Scylla, this one, ooh, he done stab you good. So this one goes low in your belly. Um, as you were trying to hit him with the battle axe, he backed up and he used that as an opening, and he stabbed you very effectively. And Bob? So how much damage did I take? You took 10. Take? Cool. All right. Hey, guys, I'm almost dead again. <laughs> this adventure sucks. All right. Well, the shortbow thing seems to work for me pretty well. So I'll just I'll attack the one that just attacked Scylla with the shortbow. Okay. That's a good idea. That's a hit. Do you want to re-roll uh, to see if you crit? Why not? There's... Okay. I didn't. No. Okay. But, but you still hit. Can you give yeah. me 3d6, please? 12 plus... Oof. So 14. Nice. So that is another one that you've managed to take down. 
So this one, and I'm going to editorialize this one a little bit. So you see him like stab the cylinder and it's like, ha ha! And your arrow enters his mouth and just like punches out the back of his head and he falls down, his spear falling from deadened fingers. And there is but one little red cap left. We are going to leave this here. Um, everyone, thank you, for, taken that guy. thank you for joining me this week. Um, Look, I could have taken that guy, all right? Like, I don't need your help. I love how Scylla started friendly but dumb, and now he's becoming snarky <laughs> and just, like, mean. Um, I can't help myself. Low roles will I do that to I a man. Yeah, they, they will. Um, Jaron, when people want to look up this wonderful thing that you've made, they, they should follow you on Twitter, I believe? Yes, yes. Uh, my Twitter is at uh, Jaron R.M. Johnson. Excellent. And that's J-A-R-O-N, correct? That's correct. Wonderful. Tyler, people should follow you and listen to your podcasts. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Ronald Foos. And if you go to club.fail, you can find most of the shows that I'm on. Excellent. Ethan, should people look you up and uh, check out your stuff? Yeah, if they want. I don't know. Just come find where I live. Just come over. Just stalk me in the streets. Why not? Excellent. And uh, if people can just look up uh, Nerdy People D&D, um, go to iTunes, check us out, give us a nice review. That'd be lovely. Um, but until next week, I will say see you later. Bye. Farewell. Bye. Bye.